0: Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Zack Snyder's Justice League by each individual minute. My name is Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate.
1: And my name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows.
0: And today, just the two of us, we're talking about minute number 179. Of Zack Snyder's Justice League, Part Six, something darker. This minute's going to start out with the Flash questioning the strength of Apocalypse, and the minute's going to end with Lois finding Clark uh, alone in a cornfield. You know, touching mm-hmm. touching leaves. And are they called leaves? What are what are corn stalks? What are the big? They're leaves. <laughs> Those are leaves.
1: Yeah, <laughs> touching yeah. some corn leaves. This is a very pretty minute. Um, There's not much going on it as far as like, um, you know, it's not a big set piece. It's not even that heavy uh, or rich in dialogue. In fact, there's no dialogue when we go back to Smallville for the uh, second half of this minute. But for the first 30 seconds, it's just like the Justice League, as we've been talking recently, where they're like, you know you have Jason Momoa, Ben Affleck, Ezra Miller and they're just like in their costumes talking and this this 30 seconds that we have here with them as we kind of wrap up this scene for a little bit and it was shown in the trailer for the Zack Snyder's version of of Justice League back in in Fandom and having this conversation with Barry Allen talking about how mighty Apocalypse is and Batman kind of assuring the team that like he pretty much does, doesn't give a damn. He's just like, we're going to do this. And it, it's like, it kind of gets um everyone like pumped and it's like, kind of like a pep rally, pep yeah. talk, if you will. And <laughs> uh, the Batman pep talk. <laughs> and, uh, but just this scene coming from the end of the trailer at the time that it was just a trailer and you got this, this shot, it was, not only what people wanted in the Justice League movie, but I even thought back to David Ayer's Suicide Squad, and at the time, seeing this scene and the way that the actors are treating these characters and having these conversations, it felt it felt serious. It felt more che- like like there was more chemistry to it. And so, like, I remember seeing this in the trailer and going, this is what I've always wanted. Okay. I've always wanted, like, if Zack Snyder was going to take these um, very popular DC characters, and we've seen what he did with Watchmen, and and Watchmen itself is already kind of like this um, juxtaposed version of of superheroes. And what is it to take the more traditional route with, with superheroes and a superhero story? um and, and and do it in not a subversive way, then this scene was it, which it was like, oh, you can have your favorite traditional superheroes in a traditional superhero team up movie and treat it serious without it having to just be like, they they've gotta start entertaining the audience with like fighting parademons and stuff. It's like they can have a conversation about how daunting this task will be but we'll get through it and be inspiring. And like, I always saw that and was like, that's what I've wanted. You know, there's always been so many different wants with what the Zack Snyder's version of justice league was going to be. And for me, it was always that it was this, like you had the same Ben Affleck, Batman that we saw in Batman V Superman, but just add more superheroes into that, into that party and have that conversation. Um, This right here is like one of my favorite moments of the movie in, in like, The entire movie but it's it's for how calm it is like it doesn't have to do much
0: yeah it's uh definitely inspiring i do i do love a i do love a don't give a damn batman let me be honest with you (laughs) um and you know i i can sense the uh the seriousness in this batman um previously when they were uh you know in the scout ship bringing clark back to life um That version of Batman seemed more of just a, you know, try anything because anything could work kind of thing. Very, um, I don't know what you call it, lack, uh, not lackluster, but whatever he was feeling, (laughs) you know, just like that whole. Yeah,
1: like reckless. Yeah,
0: uh, reckless. That's pretty damn good. Um, But then this one, it's more of like, (laughs) It's so odd to see just a little bit of a shift um, between the reckless Batman of just like, do anything. We just got to get my friend back to life. And then friend comes back to life. We got a big fight and then he flies away. And then you're kind of got back to, well, I mean, it worked, but he's not here. And we still have, you know, we still got to go to work. So, like, let's let's have this 6 a.m. stretch session, you know, before before we open up registers. So we got to talk and and pump you all up. Um mm-hmm. I do I do enjoy the seriousness of uh Batman in this moment here um opposed to what we were talking about for the past you know few weeks of him just being so obsessed with just you know getting a heartbeat going from Superman
1: um yeah yeah I I'm glad you brought that up cuz yeah like we really are seeing in this moment like Batman taking the reins again for being the leader of this group. And maybe he's not that, you know, I guess he is assuming command of this group. Um, But took him three
0: hours.
1: (laughs) I would say, well, he, you know, of course the movie starts and he's the one, you know, bringing these people together. Um, But yes, like you said, in, in the past few weeks, I'd say about a month's time worth of minutes that we've been talking about, The whole team's been like, "Hey, you're kind of being crazy. This is a bad idea, and you're you're not the protagonist you think you are right now." Because even the story is suggesting that this is wrong and that something's going to go wrong, and then it does go wrong, and then he's like over here, like, "No, I, you know, I'm going to double down. I think this is what we should do," and everyone's saying, "Just please don't do that." Um, But now, yeah, like you said, that has already gone. It's in the past now, and then you kind of see him. Um, trying to bring the team back together and say we can do this with or without Superman we can do this. Yeah which is Um, just
0: so bizarre seeing that like just a few weeks ago he was like we can't we cannot do this without Superman we absolutely can't there's no possible way so we got to bring Superman back.
1: Um, I think it goes back to (laughs) Alfred right saying you've let your your guilt overcome your reason and Again, like in Batman v Superman, it, it, Alfred is telling him, he's the voice of reason in his, own, in, in his head and saying, um, you should listen to this. And he goes, no, I think I'll do it my way. And then that doesn't work. And then he goes, you know what, Alfred, you were right. And so this is kind of like what's happening <laughs> in this moment where he said, I had this idea. It didn't work out. I should have listened to you. And now I'm going to listen to you. The team that I need is already here. And... You know, whether Superman comes back or not, um, it's whatever. I, I'll have faith is, you know, not to skip too far ahead, but he'll have that kind of line.
0: Should we be taking inspiration from Batman in the sense where it's like, okay, you want to go about it your way and then that way fails. So now you're just like, well, I guess that didn't work. I guess we got to try it, try it someone else's way. I mean, is that, <laughs> is that, Dude, is I- that right and I'm not trying to be like, okay, well, no, if he if he didn't do it anybody else's way, he'd just be a stubborn ass, and that's not right. So it's, it's just really just trial and error.
1: It's well, in a way, he succeeded, right? Because um, Wonder Woman says that it it worked, and she believes that it is still working, like this whole bringing Superman back and stuff. Like there, she has seen it, and so she believes that. It'll come around, um, but I think what's important about this is that the team had a conversation. They tried, you know, they tried collaborating a couple of times. It, it didn't work out at all in the Metropolis project and the rebirth of Superman. They were really like agreeing and disagreeing and kind of like having this inner fight of like whether or not to do such an act, and so that choice was heavily contested. And Dave like, kind of reconciled over the, the past minutes we've been talking about and and said like, okay, we made the decision, like it or not, just like in this trilogy, we've made so many decisions where like it or not, the choice was made, but we, it's, a, it's about the fact that we can choose. Now that group is saying, let's move forward together. We won't fall apart just because we had a disagreement because someone's family member got hurt in, in the aftermath. Like, we can still do this. We, we, can, we can huddle back, reconnect, reconcile, move forward, and be stronger for it. And so I think in this moment, it's, it's well, not just this minute, but the, all the minutes we've been talking about recently, Whereas this team is saying, let's, let's do it. Like, let's get tighter versus falling apart. And I think that is the conversation that I was trying to have is saying like, you know,
0: pick yourself back up from the bootstraps or whatever. I get that. <laughs> we can That's, be better. That is inspirational. Um, and I'm not saying that this whole speech from Batman wasn't inspirational. It's just more of just like, a, at what point am I supposed to be questioning Batman and his you know, decision making. Before it was it would have just been blind following, like, oh yeah, absolutely. He's already thought about it. He knows what to do. Uh you know, it's it's uh just I think I'm erring on this side of Flash here and Barry, where it's like, hey, I would be the one questioning, dude, this guy's fought millions. Of insurgencies and or or you know armies to get what he mm-hmm. wants and to conquer worlds, what makes us any different like we're i don't know from flash's- flash's point of view, it's like well, we're not super space knights that can conquer worlds, we're just freaks, <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Um, no and and yeah and then the, that's where you get the the Batman line of he's never fought us not us united and that yeah. of course the term united like that that is what he's talking about like they haven't been united in the past two encounters but this time they will be yeah uh, this time they have to be
0: can um, i ask you something yeah how how throughout all of this all of the movie both theatrical and Zack Snyder's one the tagline that incorporates the word united in it does that have any weight to you
1: um as far as the marketing goes in in this movie
0: yeah yeah or just like in justice league in general
1: it's supposed to <laughs> but, but does it <laughs> like
0: does it genuinely feel like you are inspired to you know get gather your group of friends and and tackle on a space alien um I don't know. It's always seemed like like I get it. It's like, okay, you're the Justice League is united. You're united, united. Unity. As one, stand together. That whole, you know, that whole thing. <laughs> I, I, I
1: dig it. Thank you for that one. For,
0: for the Operation Ivy, yeah. Uh, Operation um, Ivy, yeah. I mean I get it, but it never seemed like it was um like I would not buy a poster of Justice League for it to say like united on it. You know what Which I mean?
1: <laughs> you get it more, uh, you, you get it more in the tragedy f- following Dawn of Justice, right? Where, it's yeah, like, hey, we were really awful to, e- to each other, and maybe we should, you know, come together and be more united. And, and in that, you go, yeah, let's be more united, yeah, uh, like, but in, in throw out your prejudice
0: League, out the window because we got to work together, yeah, I get that. But this one, but in
1: Justice League, where you're saying, like, oh, this whole movie is about unifying, and the whole movie is like, it, I mean, it. It is it on is many the levels. Whole movie. Like I get it. It's just, I I don't
0: I don't know because it's like I can't. What would a, you know? If I was in the freaking meeting for marketing, they'd be like, "Well, what do you want to say? Like, Togetherness." It's like, no, that's stupid too. Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: united. It's just, I, heard, guess, I guess. Yeah, I guess you can't save the world alone. Was the was the tagline? Um, I I just think the marketing itself was was kind of ugly uh and not at all like the dawn of justice marketing was where the 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 dawn of justice marketing was very much like the dark knight marketing where it just felt so applicable so based on on realism that it felt like real posters like in in universe posters um the the justice league marketing was very strange but this movie and and the Avengers, which both have the same kind of unity come togetherness they they both work for me they both like you know at the end it's just like yeah we we can come together um what I will say is that there's a lot more in this movie that gets distracted from that um and you know there's all the stuff with the nightmare sequences, stuff like that. And then it kind of, it's like, oh yeah, we're, we're talking about this one movie, Justice League, which is the movie you're watching and what that story is. But then there's all this other stuff that like I want to embed to kind of build up to the next movie. And it's like, that's fine and all, but maybe not right now. Um, maybe it's a little too distracting. Yeah. But um, I, I think the movie in in many scenes even with like Lois Lane and stuff it is it is trying to have that same message um so it it does work for me um but I I always think of Dawn of Justice the most like it it brings that message so much clearer uh and just through I guess just through tragedy right yeah
0: yeah I Uh, think it's really just kind of like the just the hump that i had to get over i don't know yes unity is Um, just like a it it seems like there's just like a there like i just want to be like there's better words i think
1: (laughs) yeah we we've talked a lot about it when we when we talk philosophically about what superhero stories should be like what they should mean uh when when they're trying to talk about uniting like uniting like in in what way um and and we've always talked about like kindness or like thinking of each other as family. And that's what Dawn of Justice did. Um and, I think and I f- then I in think this I movie, it it's Sorry. like we we want to do that as well. But then the third act is like, let's go kill aliens, let's go behead the, the bad guy. Yeah. And then let's be like, we're family now. And it's like, uh
0: I think I figured it out, and I think it was a it. very <laughs> deep subconscious thing in my mind. Um, and this is wild. So in what uh 2014 2014 2014 still the new 52 uh-huh. the justice league came out with a title called justice league united and that was the one with martian manhunter animal man um um mm-hmm. the dude with a gun
1: dr remember. light too yeah so, uh, yeah 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 yeah
0: yeah so like those were all like the you know, in my mind, that was the team. I never read that series. I did that wasn't like a but weekly were, comic that I was picking up just because I didn't care.
1: But they were being um, kind of peppered into other stories. It was it was trying to yeah. connect them. Yeah, Star and, Girl. And That the was the other one. Star like,
0: Girl had her TV show out and everything too. So
1: yeah, and and I believe Justice League United, uh, the JLU, if you will, um, they were an ex- an arm of the government. Yes. And the Justice League were not. They were a separate entity, and so there's that conversation of, like, you should fall in line. Yeah. And of course, the main Justice League were just like, no, I'm good. Yeah,
0: and then you went on to, you know, the whole Pandora war, and it was United versus yeah. regular Justice League. and then League Dr. That... Light got killed. Yeah, oh, man, good memory. Good. That's pretty damn good. Um. So, yeah, I think that's, like, the... Subconscious side, where it's just like that tagline of United, where it's like that's not, it's not Justice League. That was like B Team Justice League. Same thing with like Justice League Unlimited, the animated series. It was like, yeah, this is cool, but where's Batman, Superman, and Wonder Woman? Mm -hmm. You know, well, it's like, well, they're on trial on an alien planet. Oh, okay, that sounds even cooler. Let me know about the
1: trial that they're going through. (laughs) Like, what, yeah, what space war crimes did they do? Um, So, like. It it sounds really weird. Obviously, like the Avengers would be. And, and when I say the Avengers, I'm talking about, like the first movie um, can be seen as like the direct competition when you want to talk about the themes of this story versus that story. And if you want to compare the two, obviously you have a lot to chew on between that and just trying to compare those two movies, what works for you, what doesn't work when you compare them. But the other one that strangely like you can compare Zack Snyder's Justice League 2, and people have said it before, is Lord of the Rings. Because it when we talk Oof. about the Age of Heroes. Yeah. And we talk about that past history and how the Atlanteans and the Amazons and the race of man had to come together and stop Darkseid the first time. And then now you have this new Justice League. Um and then it kind of does it again or it's like this uniting this unification this like treating other kindness and like eliminating our um discrimination for each other or like any bad blood that's in between you or you know whatever your feeling of powerlessness is like let's get you know let's unite once more and so like Zack Snyder wants the Justice League trilogy to be this big big universe thing. I mean, we're seeing it now with Rebel Moon. That's what he wanted for this. And so that's why Lord of the Rings like the trilogy becomes then like another franchise that you can compare this to and, and say it works for me here, it doesn't work for me there. And and that might be kind of like you've seen stories where it does make you feel like towards the end you're just like I would ride into battle with you, and like, does yeah. this movie make you feel the same way towards the end? And in some regard, yes, yes, it does. I think maybe doing minute by minute, we kind of lose focus of it. But when you're watching the movie, you're like, yeah, I, I do like this. And then there gets to be like the extended uh, the extended cut, in which Zack Snyder starts again trying to build the world out, and you kind of lose focus again. Yeah, um, Peter Jackson, to be fair gets that way too sometimes where it's like all right can we go back i i i know you want to build the world out even more speaking mostly about the hobbit trilogy but it's like let's let's not get too distracted (laughs) let's
0: not get too distracted i really like that you brought up um just lord of the rings itself because i was going to say something that has no connect connection no connective thread to anything but the fact that you said lord of the rings is kind of wild to me because i was going to say one of my last notes about batman here was um i love his uh his his leaves of lorian like little clasp that's holding the cape uh Mm. right there at his chest yeah um i don't know what that's called but you know not idly do the leaves of lorian fall so that's it's the only thing i know how to call it by um so it looks really cool it looks like like a bat it looks kind of you know like a like a batarang too, especially the little really pointy s- parts on a. You know when Christian Bale was doing his batarangs, it um, almost
1: looks like the Batman Beyond. Yeah, like like yeah, simple. it
0: really does. It's like uh, a little
1: leather. It's not a brooch, but it's like a leather. Yeah, and I don't know. Maybe in the costuming department, they were just like, we're just gonna stick on another layer of leather right here that's gonna hide the clasp of this.
0: Makes Collar. sense. It looks like it's just foam core stuck on there. So I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, You let's,
1: know, it just like a thin, like, um, yeah. What is that foam called? It's just like uh, beveled foam core, and they just was like, yep, yeah,
0: that's it right there. That's how you make it look accurate.
1: Exactly. So they just like put this little leather thing on there, but it, but it, it, you know, it fits with the rest of the symbols, and and like, yeah. As far as design goes, between all the the blacks and charcoals that are going on with him, mm-hmm. it's like it's a very nice layering of monochrome design it's very nice
0: i dig it i dig it a lot
1: yeah my 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 only note for for him is uh they they really nailed the hair um for the famous <laughs> ben affleck's hair doesn't always look like this no and <laughs> this, this is straight up like batman hair that yeah. they that they gave him with the widow's uh, peak and everything too the like. widow's peak the very bruce tim batman hair
0: um yeah this is definitely a good look for the um the graying sides as well where it's like oh yeah how do you depict an older batman just put a little gray in his hair you know yeah absolutely yeah dude (laughs) the dude looks distinguished my mom would be uh you know going going crazy over that thing my mom really likes that touch of gray bullshit it's like okay come on lady anyway (laughs) um yeah so it's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. um, everybody looks amazing in their costumes uh in mm-hmm. that last moment there um you know this is right before they're gonna all put on their helmets or or what have you really only two people are wearing helmets right yeah this is right,
1: right before they uh the start the rock and roll music when right they're on before the when they the... start the rock and roll music <laughs> <laughs> browning, I'm not wrong it's browning. coming, yeah, you're right. it's coming soon. Uh no, I think there's still quite a, a bit. We have a couple more scenes before that happens, but it's going to happen. So, uh start tuning those guitars. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's cut over. Uh so we talked a lot about Batman. But then yeah, let's cut over to the other side of the same coin. And so here we are back in Smallville and Lois Lane stepping out onto the front deck of the um Kent house, Kent home. Yeah. And uh and staring out into the cornfields where there is a Superman among these just now starting to grow corn stalks. Uh looks like they get they get bigger as 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 it goes towards the vanishing point. But here there's some small ones. So he's kinda like standing amongst the cornfield and they're about, you know, like waist to hip high. And he's like like you said, Nate, he's like just touching the leaves very gently. And then, of course, there's this butterfly. And this was, you know, that was my note, is, like, how very much the same coin but different sides. We've had Batman over here, like, you know, rallying um, the Justice League to get prepared to defend Earth. Um, But then you have basically this, this peaceful ruler, right? This very gentle Superman being, you know, gentle. So, so powerful Superman is. And yet we have a moment of tenderness um, and, you know, this calm before the storm. And so this has always been another moment that I liked. And so when I, um, when I talk about what I like about these movies so much, it's these two scenes and how they carry superheroes, uh, the, the, the more traditional superhero stories. And so that's what I liked so much about these three movies is that we have Superman here being gentle and tender and we do care about that. And then Batman as well being like, I can atone for mistakes, I can repent, we can be better. All those very motivating qualities. And then to see something empowering as this where it's not about real raw physical power, but the discipline of it. And so with with Superman here, gently touching the corn leaves, gently like starting to reach his hand out to this butterfly that's near him. That to me has always spoken to me, like how much I love these movies because it means that much.
0: Yeah. um, I really enjoy this scene mainly because it's like the obvious of like Superman. um, Like you said, gentle sun god amongst (laughs) like the smallest living things on this planet and he is just wanting to go outside and touch grass. Like that should hit more than <laughs> freaking anything. Honestly, that's really like the, the big kicker there. It's like, Oh yeah, cool. You can wear your Superman t-shirt to the gym all you want. Just make sure you're going out to touch grass and, and not, and not bat an mm-hmm. eye to the butterflies that want to, you know, uh, hang out with you. Um, but yeah. it's really cool. This scene does remind me very much so of a page out of the dark knight and um i'm going to quote the uh the dialogue bubble that is seen on that page um and it's a inner dialogue from batman as he's looking at superman on the little ranch that that batman had at the time and it, you know it's it's in a field and it's all nice and daytime and stuff um and the quote is there's just the sun and the sky and him like he's the only reason it's all there then he ruins everything by talking Mm -hmm. It was one of my favorite moments in the dark knight returns um because of how just opposite that scene is it's like batman in his uh curmudgeonable self in his old age and he doesn't care and he's pissed off at everything because in his world everybody's turned against him and you know they're not the justice league anymore and then he sees the sun god standing in front of him and he sees it as like a pompous attitude like he's the only reason it's all there it's like okay yeah well you're right but also like you're not supposed to think like that because that thought doesn't occur to superman he's just mm-hmm. there enjoying it i think the page is actually him with the eagle you know on his yeah, arm yeah, yeah. and, and his, his legs up on the fence
1: yeah the true american way kind of exactly thing. And, and it's like yeah.
0: yeah that's exactly right but batman you have to realize you're wrong for thinking that he's thinking yes. as if he's the only reason it's all there because he's not that stuff would have been there without him you know, and it's very
1: important that you say that it's like, you know, Batman has from a flawed upbringing because of the death of his parents. Yeah. He's always been on this path of like, you are just, <laughs> I'm sorry, your life isn't as perfect as Superman, but like Superman is kind of perfect. <laughs> and, yeah. But like, in but then again, Batman's the main character. And so it's like having to remind the readers, it's like Batman isn't right just because he's the main character character like the protagonist yeah. it doesn't mean he's morally sound i mean yes he is in you know in totality but you know he's <laughs> he's had a hard time you know and so it's, it's frank miller of course writing it, but that's what i loved so much um about batman v superman which is based off of it and it's the way that the movie progresses is that it says well he he can learn from it by the end of Dawn of Justice and so into Justice League, he's learned and grown from it. Whereas The Dark Knight Returns. Now I never I read part three. Um I never got into that when Frank Miller continued it. But um or like uh, part
0: three was the one that came out like in the mini series the one that the one that I have, the black and white hardcover no, covers.
1: Wasn't... There's like an there's like an uh there's a follow-up story. It was written a few years ago. Yeah, I have. A few it. years ago, I, and like all the, the spines,
0: that. the spines matched up to whatever the picture was. Yeah, I.
1: I hate to guess the name, but wasn't it called like the Master Race or something? Uh, that sounds right. Oh god. Yeah, I know it sounds really. <laughs> it's it sounds dark. Uh, but I'm pretty sure that's what it was called. Um, Master
0: Society. Mm, I don't know something like that yeah. where it's just like oh, okay, yeah. and oh, uh, it took the The bad part of that thing, it took. It kept on getting pushed back, um, because yes. whatever events were happening. So it took forever for that thing to come to a conclusion. I don't even have all of the books, um uh, because I gave up. I was like, "It's, it's going to take years for the rest of this book to come out." Yeah. Um, so
1: it yeah. came uh, two thousand fifteen to two thousand seventeen. It's called the Dark Knight Three: The Master Race. There, um, there you I'm, go. If I remember correctly, it involves Wonder Woman in here somewhere. Yeah, featuring an ensemble of DC Universe characters, including Superman, Green Lantern, and Wonder Woman. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, in Dark Knight Three, I Grey just remember Palmer. what
0: I read from it just wasn't as good as like its predecessor, so I was just kind of like, so Bleh.
1: the reason I brought it up was because um, I didn't I didn't know how to compare this. The Justice Zack Snyder's Justice League 2, Dark Knight 3, the Master Race. Whereas in Dawn of Justice, Batman has like this polarized view of Superman and himself, which is what we're talking about in, in The Dark Knight Returns, with you know him then he opens his mouth and like this whole American way bullshit comes out of it. And that's why. But in at the end of Dawn of Justice, into Justice League, he's like, I we can be better. Like I I now believe in the word of Superman. And where I don't know that if that's the case in The Dark Knight 3, The Master Race. I don't know if there is growth in Batman's character or maybe Frank Miller's like, no, he was right all along. He's still very judgmental. Oh, God. Yeah, I mean, I won't put it past him. Political commentary that, you know, maybe I don't know. I don't know how it goes. So I'll have to read it and find out. But that's what I loved so much of this trilogy is that, batman his his viewpoint has changed in a more hopeful outward you know approach and positive thinking of kindness and unity and all that stuff so i I see it and I believe in it and i and i like it
0: i I believe too you know
1: put put on the x files
0: i believe um <laughs> i get it uh one thing I did want to point out is um when Lois is walking out of uh the house and it's it's a porch um mm-hmm. martha forgot a bunch of stuff man and i mean i know we talked about it when they're inside the house there's still a whole bunch of stuff just you know not that wasn't loaded onto the u-haul yeah. trailer whatever um but like there's oh, these now potted- you're an expert huh
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: i'm just saying like why, why didn't she grab the potted plants why didn't she grab the little table that's out here like they're fine. I mean, obviously you're not going to have room
1: for wherever you're going, right? Where do you think Martha went? To an apartment? Geez. I wouldn't even know where where to begin moving a whole farm overnight.
0: Me, me neither. Me neither. That I, doesn't, I, I, would I don't know, get it. But
1: I, I would assume... Here's a good question. I don't know. Do you move the plants first or do you move them at the end? Because the plants should be fine, right? Like, I watered them. They'll be good when I get back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I moved mine at the end.
1: Pour a little Sprite on them. For the sugar. (laughs) They'll be good. They'll be good. Sorry. Yeah, Um, they they like that.
0: They really like the Sprite.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's, you know, there's some some frogs or lizards living in there. You want to give them I wonder... uh,
0: I was going to say, I wonder if, like, they did have an empty porch and have her, like, walk out on it, and they were like, this looks terrible. Like, why would we... Like, this is awful. Maybe you need to put, like, just stuff, and, you know, because it is... A a Clark Kent farm without Superman, all the plants are still dying and no leaves on them.
1: Yeah, my my note was, and of course, maybe in Man of Steel it differs, but my note was that the porch is actually a lot bigger than I remember it being. I didn't remember that there was such a big porch. I remember there being like he comes in for a beer, he's watch or no, she's outside picking the nighttime apples. He's inside watching.
0: Yeah. And Kansas it's just like screen City. door and then stairs.
1: Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And and they sit on the front uh, stairs when he's talking, to, when she's talking to him about how, when he was younger, talking about Martha Ken and Man of Steel. Um, and yeah, they're just sitting on like blue and white stairs that go up into the screen door and then into the house. But then again, the house kind of got destroyed by General Zod, so did did they rebuild it? You know, things like that come to mind. But this is a, a much bigger porch than i remember or maybe it's just a the camera makes it look bigger it's a
0: great porch with all with it's all an being amazing said. porch
1: great porch bigger than like a studio apartment <laughs> yeah for real um <laughs> yeah quite incredible um, my other note was going to be like i wonder if uh, kids who grow up on farms or maybe people who don't grow up on farms, and they they really like Superman. I wonder if it, like, promotes them to want to be farmers. Or, like, be okay with it. And be like, it's okay that I don't live in the city. Superman grew up on a farm, and I like Superman, so I, I, I'm okay with...
0: That is a really niche mindset. Like, that <laughs> is... Thought,
1: you know, because it's like people who grow up in the city, right? And they like Batman, or they like Spider-Man. You know, if you grow up in New York, and you're just like, I kind of like this vibe because that's Superman or Spider-Man and Batman are all in this type of environment and that, that jives with me. But then it's like, what about farming? Does anyone like who really likes Superman? They're just like, no, I, I kind of like this because I like Superman and I, I can, you know, <laughs> feel like I, I can re- relate to him in a way. I, I, would, I would never very wanna, much I hope would, so. I would, I would never want to be a farmer.
0: No, me no. neither. Um, yeah. I even love you, Superman, cl- it,
1: but I would never want to do this.
0: Even in Man of Steel. He was just like he was arguing with his dad right before the tornado. Uh it's you know, I don't yeah. I don't want to do this. Like I, farming's your thing. That's not my thing. So like helping people, feeding people, that's yeah, not your thing. It's like no. It. Yeah.
1: <laughs> See, I'm not wrong. There okay, there's something here. Yeah. Who knows? It could be a thing. That's all I have for this one. I don't know if you have anything else. No, that's all I had.
0: I was really just thinking back to that moment in Man of Steel where that that argument itself is like, that's a really powerful moment with the whole, It was, you know, anyway. But this isn't Man of Steel Minute. We already did that years ago. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much all I got for this one. If you've enjoyed today's show, please consider leaving us a five-star review. It really does help the show and helps new listeners discover the show as well. If you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can find us on Twitter at... DC EU Minute. And if you'd like bonus content, we have a Patreon for just $3 with tons of other podcasts to listen to. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll catch you here next time on DC is Cinematic
1: Minute.